Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you are here. Today, I am going to be talking about my experiences with gastroparesis as an installment in the My Diagnosis series. Well, let's start by talking about what gastroparesis or GP is. Gastroparesis is a condition that affects the normal spontaneous movement of the muscles or the motility in your stomach. Ordinarily, strong muscular contractions propel food through your digestive tract. So when you have gastroparesis, your stomach doesn't empty the way that it should, and the contents remain in your stomach much longer than they normally would. And this can cause a lot of problems. Nausea and vomiting sometimes feel like a lifestyle when you have GP. There was a time in my life that I was vomiting several times a day, every day of my life. It didn't help that I was also experiencing untreated abdominal migraines at that time as well, but I will talk about those in another post. Um, when your stomach is too full and it can't empty the contents into the duodenum, the only other option is for you to vomit. Not doing so would put your stomach at risk for injuries like tearing or even rupturing. Our stomachs are very stretchy and can hold a good amount of stuff, but there are limits to that capacity. And rather than test this capacity and risk injury, our bodies cause us to vomit up excessive quantities. When our stomach takes a really long time to empty out, that means that you often vomit when you try to eat. Because of this, there are times in my life that people thought that I had bulimia. Um, I'd eat and then they'd see me vomiting about 10 or 15 minutes later. And being a young female, people just assumed that uh, the cause was an eating disorder. I hate vomiting so much and do everything that I can to avoid vomiting. I cannot imagine inducing it, yet that's what people thought was happening. The thing about that is that these adults, I was a preteen and teen at the time, never thought to talk to me about what was going on. It was very frustrating to be accused of having an eating disorder and then to be completely dismissed when you try to explain that there is something wrong with your body. I have never felt hungry in my life, not once. The hunger sensation happens when your stomach empties and is ready for you to put more into it. Well, if your stomach never really empties or does this very slowly, you're not going to get that cue to put more food into your stomach. My not feeling hunger could also be related to impaired introception, which is our ability to sense what is happening inside of our bodies. It is common for people with ADHD or autism to have impaired introception, so that's a possibility for me. GP also affects the way that you absorb nutrients and how you process medications. And some medications are designed to be broken down in the duodenum. So if they remain in your stomach, your body isn't going to be able to process that medication well. Because of this, I have struggled to maintain many nutrients at appropriate levels in my body. Um, I have to take numerous supplements to maintain those appropriate blood levels for many electrolytes and vitamins, um, but it also has made medication management of anything difficult. Because the medications are hanging out in my stomach, it can slow their effects. If I'm taking multiple doses a day, it is possible that my taking another dose when the first dose is still hanging out in my stomach. And then these two doses get processed together when my stomach fully does empty. 
this can mean getting a bigger dose of medication at times and then not getting any medication at other times. And this is a factor that I've had to discuss with pharmacists on more than one occasion. It makes managing my other chronic illnesses a real challenge. Nausea and vomiting is more than an annoyance. When you are vomiting every day, multiple times a day, there are serious risks, dehydration being the most common. But losing your stomach acid like this can also cause your body to have a metabolic imbalance due to a shift in your pH. We need the acid in our bodies to maintain our balance. Vomiting can also damage your teeth. But I think that the single factor that people don't think about is how completely disabling it is. There is no doing other things while you are bent over the toilet trying to eject everything you have ever consumed. This means that you can't work, you can't sleep, you can't take care of any of the things that you need to do on a daily basis to do a good, high-functioning adulting thing. Then, after you're done with the vomiting, you are left with pain and fatigue because you've just had a major workout. This means that it is still going to be hard to do all those adulting things even between the vomiting episodes. I sometimes have stomach pains. This feels like a spike that has been stabbed into me just below my sternum. There is a sharp sensation of pressure as though something inside me is going to tear open. It is awful, and I have never found anything that makes this pain stop. It most often happens after I eat something and my stomach is now too full. Um, this is easy to happen because my stomach doesn't empty like it should. I can also get this pain after I have been vomiting. And then there are times that I get this pain and I have no idea what made my stomach uh, so angry. Because of my GP, I struggle to eat enough food every day, and, and this is because I don't feel hungry and because I get pain when I eat. Um, there are times that it is a struggle to get my medications into me as well. My GP affects every other chronic illness that I have because it affects my medication regimen. It has a huge impact on my POTS because of the way that it impacts my fluids and electrolytes. And this makes my GP one of the more difficult and more important uh, diagnoses on my list. If I'm not taking good care of my GP, I really just can't take good care of any of my other illnesses. Sometimes I get gastroparesis flares. This is times when my stomach is just more irritable and sensitive than it normally is. When these flares happen, it's almost impossible to keep things down and to stay on schedule with my medications. A GP flare almost always results in one of my other chronic illnesses flaring, usually my POTS, which then triggers my migraines. And the migraines increase the nausea and vomiting problem. It's an incredibly difficult cycle to get to settle down once it gets going. There is another thing about GP that many people don't think about. When eating causes um, such negative uh, physical reactions you're in, in your body, it becomes very easy to develop unhealthy or even pathological relationships with your food. There are times that I just don't want to eat anything anymore so that I can avoid the GP symptoms. But then I have to remind myself that this isn't going to work out on the long run. I have a lot of anxiety around eating and my food. Is this meal going to cause me pain? Will it cause me to spend the next few hours vomiting? It doesn't matter that my GP symptoms are way better managed now than they ever have been. That emotional baggage doesn't just go away. While it isn't the same as having an eating disorder, I can see how someone 
with gastroparesis could easily fall into the trap of having one. There's no way for food to have such a, a profoundly negative effect on your body and on your life as a whole and not have some emotional baggage around food and eating. It is part of the illness and it is a part that is almost always ignored. It is also this anxiety with food that makes people uh, believe that those with GP have an eating disorder even when they don't. And even though I, I don't have an eating, disor eating disorder, I, I found that the only person that was ever able to really hear and understand my food and eating baggage was a psychologist um, that specialized in eating disorders. So if you have gastroparesis, consider going and seeing someone that specializes in eating disorders to help you work through the psychological stuff that we all struggle with, even if you don't have an eating disorder, but especially if you do. Um, well, that's about it for my rambling today. Thanks for coming and spending time with me. If you like what you are listening to, please consider um, supporting the podcast. It really does help. And until we talk again, you guys take care of yourselves and stay well. Bye.